You're listening to Nonprofit Unplugged with your host, the number one nonprofit lady, Shakira Relaford. This show teaches you how to start and grow your nonprofit with ease. Simply put, this is Nonprofit Made Easy. What's up, nonprofit peeps? It's your number one nonprofit lady here. And hopefully, prayerfully, you all have had a beautiful Thanksgiving, a beautiful break. Um, if you have children who had fall break or just had a break for the holiday, hope I pray that um, that went well for you. Mom, this is the Monday after Thanksgiving as, at the time of this recording, Cyber Monday. Tomorrow is Giving Tuesday, and we are excited about that too. This year, I did not provide any Giving Tuesday tips, and I am not going to apologize for it. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I know you may sound sad or seem sad and like, hey, what the heck? How can we raise more money? Well, here's the thing. Here's the trend that I've noticed, right? Um, the biggest, let me just put it this way. The biggest caveat that you need to know for Giving Tuesday that is different from all of the other years I've given y'all Giving Tuesday tips is that your donors actually love matching gifts. So make sure you have a clause in there or work something out to where you can get a corporate sponsor to then match the gifts that you donate what does that mean? You need to go out and go talk to people and build partnerships and collaborations with other people who are in alignment with your mission and your vision and then agree to get them to say, hey, however much you raise, we'll match it. Okay, beautiful. Donors love that. And it's just one of the most remarkable things this year with giving that I've seen, even with my own organization. Okay, so that's the biggest tip I have for Giving Tuesday. There it is. There's your tip for the year. Okay, make sure you continue to post often. And even after Giving Tuesday, Giving Tuesday season, tomorrow may be the day, right? As of November the 28th, 2023, tomorrow may be the day of Giving Tuesday, but Giving Tuesday season lasts until January 1. Okay, <laughs> so don't stop just because of the one day make every day giving Tuesday, make every day giving Monday, Wednesday, Friday, whatever day of the week. Okay. You have the solicitate solicitive right authorization. Let me put it that way to ask for money, to raise money for your cause, for your organization. Okay. Do it. Stop sitting down expecting people to just know who you are and that you exist because they don't. <laughs> they don't. Okay. So you got to talk about it. All right. Next thing. But this is not what I want to talk about. What I want to talk about today is the one trend that I've noticed. Um, and it is, it is, and this is kind of shifting gears because although I'm not talking directly about nonprofits, I'm coming for you as leaders or workers in the nonprofit space who are feeling pretty defeated because of imposter syndrome. And I am aware that many people struggle with imposter syndrome. I have been through the trenches myself when it came to it. And it takes for a lot of mental 
muscle, discipline to combat, right, the enemy. Because you have to admit, being in this industry, being in this space, you need to understand that wealth as what we know wealth to be is a spiritual consequence. Wealth isn't of the world. It's spiritual. God ordained it to be that way. Okay. Poverty is the consequence of the world's version of air quote wealth, right? We have to rob Peter to pay Paul. We have to work and trade so much time for money um, in order for us to gain access to that and God access to money finances, right? To even be within your means above means, Right. And we always find ourselves still below means. Not fair. Okay. (laughs) Trust me, I understand that. So that's how you know wealth is spiritual. God ordained it to be so. When he created creation and created the garden, he set aside, right, away from the rest of the world. When he created the Garden of Eden, in that garden, right, was gold was myrrh, frankincense, all of the beautiful abundance of life, livestock, okay? Living in wealth or being wealthy means you have that level of abundance, okay, to then be a blessing to the very thing that uh, God created, okay? Other people, other, other purposes, right? And so when God downloaded the vision inside of you to be able to start this nonprofit, to be able to start this vision, to be able to help the people and serve people you want to serve, it, this doesn't come from out of thin air, okay? The, the man, the God who created you in the likeness of his image, okay, gave you and imparted in you the imagination to be able to then impart this level of a solution with your, within your nonprofit to the world. You have to go out and share this, right? Now you're at the point where you, you decide, I need to start this nonprofit, and you started the nonprofit, and here we are today. Now you're listening to this podcast, and you are a huge super fan and or have gone through coaching with me and or whatever the case may be. And one thing is what's stopping you from getting where you want to go is the inner critic, the inner judge, the enemy, right, <laughs> right, um, the, the 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 very thing that's withhold withholding you or creating a barrier, right, from you getting to the other side. You can see the other side. You can see the 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 the, the rainbow and the and the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, but you don't know how to get over there because of imposter syndrome, or you're too scared to go over there, and that's exactly what the enemy wants. The enemy is using this, right? Your weaknesses, your self-criticisms, your lack of empathy for yourself, your lack of grace for yourself, the deception of thinking that you don't deserve the things that you that you want to attain and achieve, right? That's what enemy use the enemy uses to bait you and keep you in bondage. Poverty is bondage. Your business did not be designed to be in lack. Nonprofits are solution problem solvers. They're solution-based uh, organizations, right? Or entities, okay? On the government side, they're solution-based entities to help strengthen the economy, to strengthen the people, to eliminate and eradicate various public health disparities and epidemics. 
That's the point of us nonprofit is to go out and be the solution. But nonprofits are broker than the homeless people sometimes. Why is that? Because these things, these barriers get in the way and it starts within us as the leaders. We are the leaders of our own business and we allow the enemy to run the business. We're not doing that no more. And if you're not spiritual or not a Christian or whatever, you can still listen to the podcast. There's still going to be valuable information. But, you know, if this is not resonating with you, feel free to just, you know, turn it off. I understand. Right. But for those who it this does resonate with you, think about it. Think about it. You have to admit this makes total sense. We have to stop letting the enemy punk us out of our own blessings. Period. Point blank. So how do we do that, Shakira? You keep saying that. So tell us how to do it. Here's 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 one way. Number one is you need to reaffirm your identity in Christ. When the enemy shows up and says, you can't do this. This ain't going to even work. I don't even know why you're trying. Da, 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 da. You say, no, I cancel that thought. I cancel that, that mindset. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Reaffirm who you are in God. Even if you don't even believe it, reaffirm it anyway until you believe it. There's a story in the, in the Bible when um, the, uh, Jairus, Jairus, uh, his, uh, his son, daughter, his child, right, <laughs> was was ill and had died. And they, he asked the disciples to come and, and, and uh, lay hands. And the disciples couldn't do it. They, they came and they laid hands and nothing worked. Then, you know, he talked to Jesus and, and Jesus was like, your unbelief. And he goes, well, God help my unbelief. The dad, Jairus said, help my unbelief. And in that minute, Jesus said, well, because of your, because of that, right. Even admitting the fact that you have unbelief and that's mustard seed of faith that I can actually heal and heal the situation. Your, your child will be made whole, whole. And in that very hour, which in, in scripture, in, in scriptural terms, right? Commentary says in, in an instant, his child came back to life and was fine. Right? So we have to reaffirm the very thing that, that's eat us alive, right? Eat us mentally. Cause here's the thing. Everything that the enemy says is not true. Although we know that his job is to steal, kill and destroy. He uses deception to do so deception, right? Or those other different baits can lead to offense. Okay. It can lead to you being jealous. It can lead to, right. You being an overachiever, a perfectionist, right? It can lead to you literally being stuck in a place because you feel like you have to achieve all these other things that God never said you needed to do. And we lose sight of the purpose and then we're broke. So I hear so many times, Shakira, I can't, I can't fundraise. Shakira, I can't talk to these people. I can't write grants. I can't do all these things. And I say, yes, you can. You may not know how to do it. You may not be confident in doing it, but you can do it. And I want to encourage you today, you can do this. You can be imposter syndrome by, number one, reaffirming your authority and your confidence back with the creator, with, with God. Everything else, any other tip after that will just fall in line. 
It all starts with you building a spiritual authority for yourself, reminding yourself that you are worthy and you are valuable. You have a gift to offer to the world. Your business has a gift to offer to the world. It will heal people. Children's lives will be changed. Homeless people can be off the streets and have resources, right? So don't lose sight of the mission, but use the mission, right? As your reminder every day, why you wake up and why you're pursuing this goal and this dream and why you're doing what you're doing. I believe in you and I want you to believe in you. If this episode was very helpful, this was so way out of left field, but honey, I had to say, I had to get it off my chest. I had to just share. And, and God is kind of shifting the trajectory of even the things I talk about, because here's the thing. Our nonprofits can't grow until we deal with us first, until we heal those trauma, the trauma that, that has held us bound and in bondage, right? We, we start off with excitement and ambition, wanting to change the world, if you will, because of the calling that's on our life. But we allow trauma to get in the way of that. We allow imposter syndrome to get in the way of that. And it's time out. I need to help you address those mental barriers first before we can ever talk about writing grants and getting money and, you know, growing a nonprofit and being sustainable. It won't work. None of those efforts will work until we fix the mind. So if this was a blessing, please, 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 please do me a favor. Download it. Share it with someone that you know who needs to hear that encouraging word. I love y'all. Be blessed. And I can't wait to see you on top. You've been listening to Nonprofit Unplugged. Please rate and comment this show for more amazing content. 